0: Hey humans, welcome, welcome to, to another, another episode, episode of Summaries, Summaries with Alright guys, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of A New Year 2021 and um, I'm gonna call this episode summaries of colorism slash the Enneagram part two um as you know in the first uh or I guess not the first but last year or 2019 one of those years I did uh summaries of colorism with my sister and then I did um summaries of the Enneagram um just with myself and I I talked about the number that I was and uh I dived a little bit into what that was But this episode, I have a special guest You know, I like to do um, interviews with Locals and legends in our community Or, you know, around the world But this one lives in our community She lives in Pflugerville And she's my mom So I wanted to um, let her be on this episode And talk to her about Who she is and colorism and how it's been playing out in her life over the years and what her Enneagram number is. And we're just going to shoot the breeze. So uh, grab some kombucha and settle down. Here we go. Hey guys, I can just put this here so we can both be heard. Um, All right, so we're going to be talking about colorism for the first part of this um, before we take a commercial break, so just sit tight. You know you know how I like to do, I like to talk a lot, so um, I just thank you for tuning in, and I just want to talk to my mom, so mom, or should I call you mom Cheryl, Uh, (laughs) you can say who you are and what you do and before we get started let's go ahead and i'm gonna post like some pictures of us so they they can see like why we're having this conversation Mm -hmm. but um like who are you
1: (laughs) i am cheryl yvette crispin alexander okay all the names all right all the names okay and and what do you do I'm a licensed professional counselor in Ooh. Round Rock, Texas. Okay, Round Rock,
0: double R. So I grew up in Round Rock, and I think a lot of my listeners also did. So, mm-hmm. shout out to the Dragons, Yeah, better known as Miss A. Miss A, Round Rock Transit. For those who t- <laughs> took her, uh, take her van, taking it home. So Round Rock Transit, we used to call it the Big Band, yeah. Big Band. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about colorism today, and. Um, the first question I want to ask you is why do some people not want to talk about colorism? Why do you think that is?
1: Um, I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know. That's think, a good answer, honestly. I, I,
1: think, I, think, uh, I think a lot of people uh, don't think about it. It depends on where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you grew up in Mississippi or Alabama. You experience a lot of racism, uh, depending on what side of town. You grew up in Austin or mm-hmm. San Antonio or Dallas or Fort Worth. You experience a t- certain amount of racism. And so um, I think as a culture, African Americans, we participate in colorism so much that we don't even realize that we're doing it. Ooh, that's that's good. that kind of reminds me, or takes me, it's a good segue
0: for my next question, mm-hmm. which was... Where does colorism exist? And you kind of mentioned some places Mm -hmm. in our nation where people, you know, might have experienced it a lot more than Mm -hmm. other people, Mm -hmm. and some more than others because, you know, it's very like explicitly presented to them, and others they're like oblivious to it when they probably are participating in it themselves, but they have no idea that they they're considering that colorism.
1: Well, if you look at uh, slavery. Mm-hmm. Your light-skinned uh, slaves usually worked in the house, okay, and they were the maids and the cooks, mm. and your dark-skinned slaves worked outside in the, oh, in, the that's sun. Me. <laughs> in the sun. Pick a garden job in the sun, hard labor, okay, hard labor. You know, yeah. And so, I think some of it started then mm. when the colorism back then, because mm-hmm. uh, we've always been a rainbow culture. Yeah. So I don't think it stopped. Uh, like you say, it's inbred. and we just do it and not even realize that we're doing. Yes. It. That reminds me of a book that I read
0: called about called Kindred. I think it's called Kindred by Octavia Butler. In that, she was married to a white man mm-hmm. and she uh, like started feeling dizzy and stuff, and then she woke up in like slave times Mm -hmm. and she saw a lot of that colorism taking place even back then when she was obviously from the modern day times but it goes back like it goes colorism goes back a lot Um, Yeah,
1: Yeah.
0: I have a question what does what's the difference between um, racism and colorism do you think there's a difference
1: I do think there's a difference I think racism is when we treat of a person different because of the race that they are. Mm. And I think colorism is similar to racism, but it is because of the color that you are.
0: Ooh, ooh. Uh,
1: you know, um, I remember being um, a little kid. Um, I was more aware that I you know, I have 28 First Cousins. Shout out to the Christmas yeah, clan. Come on, come on, Christmas. And I remember... <laughs> Being called Red Bird, being called Yellow, being called Golden Vanilla, mm. you know, those type of names. By black people or what? By black people. Okay. I've never been called a color or name by anybody white. I haven't. Wow. Um and and you know, it was accepted. It mm-hmm. was what it was. Mm-hmm. Um that's what people said about me and and things like that. I have a really sad story, really sad story. I had to be probably in kindergarten. <laughs> And um, I had to be about five years old. Ooh, wow! And uh, our, a little boy, African American boy, rang the doorbell at our house. I know doorbell. I think he just knocked. I don't know if we had a doorbell then. But he knocked, and I went to the door and opened the door, and he said, "Hey, I, I'm your paper boy, and uh, your parents owe me two dollars or something like that." So I went to get my mother, and I said these words to my mother. Hey, Mom, there's a color boy at the, t- at the front door. Ooh. And my mom was like, what? So she goes to the door and I guess gives the little boy his money for the paper and shuts the door, and she says to me, um, what did you say about that little boy? And I said, that he was colored? And she said, okay, what color was he? And I said, Black. And she said, "Will you say that like 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 it's not a good thing?" And I said, "No, he is black." And she said, "Well, what color are you?" And I said, "White? Ooh." And my mother said, "Oh no, sweetheart, you're black too." Oh Lord. But people had always said to me, you're a, little, "You're a little white girl or you're a little yellow girl." And so that colorism, People don't realize, especially with young kids, when you make that difference in those comments, I had, I was responding to what people said to me, not because I looked in the mirror and saw a white girl, I was responding to what people said I was. Oh, wow. That's Mm -hmm. that's, a life lesson. Yeah. I
0: know. That is a life. I'm like, did I ever know that story? I feel like I have heard that story (laughs) maybe once, but I forgot about it. But I'm like, yeah, that's, that's so wild that like, yeah. That's like, because, you know, my nieces and nephews, they are, they're black, but they have, you know, light skin, fair skin. Yeah. Because, you know, I think my mom's genes are strong. So I think, you know, <laughs> it just runs in our family. Like, yeah, Um, yeah. I've always been like the brown kid in my, out of my siblings, you know, yeah. and then now there's Anthony in our lives. So it's, yeah. it's us too. We yeah. were both born in May. Yeah. Everybody else, November, except yeah. for my mama. And then, you know, we both are the the brown kids, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. so That's, oh, man, I have so many, like, questions about that. That's Uh crazy. I'm like. Yeah. um,
1: Yeah, it really made me, that stuck with me for a long, long time. Yeah. And and it was very profound in my life. And so people would say, at that point, when people said to me, you're a little white girl and you're yellow or whatever, I would always say, I'm black. I would always tell people, I'm black, I'm black and they would look at me strange like I'm joking but to me it was no joke because I, I then became offended because yeah. of the fact that that's what you were calling me and that wasn't correct information. Yeah
0: and and so people would say yeah you're a yellow girl was yeah. it was black people saying this to you? Oh yeah,
1: it was never anybody white. It was always black. Like,
0: always. Like that's interesting and that like Yeah. Yeah, it leads me to my next question is uh-huh. um, I'm like, you're segueing so smoothly. Like I don't even have to be like, hold on, let's get back on track. Because usually I'm the one that gets off track and it's only me on the podcast. I'm just the only one talking. I'm like, wait, I'm rambling. Hold on, let me take a commercial because I don't be knowing where I ended up. But I'm like, okay, so what you were saying. So my question is, why do do some people have negative attitudes about dark skin, do you think? Why do you think they feel this way?
1: I I don't know if... You mean like African Americans or whites in general? Um, I think you can. I think both. Because I think I think it's a it's a it's a matter of not being educated. To me, it's a matter okay. of not being and educated. That, that honestly, to me, can go on both sides. Yeah, and you know, as far as African Americans, I think African Americans. You know, when you when when I grew up, I grew up in a time when you watched TV and you seldom saw anyone on TV that was of color. Mm-hmm. And so when you saw like Diane Carroll, when she was with the nurse in her show and um, Flip Wilson, yeah. uh, you know, whenever you saw someone that was African-American on TV, I mean, it was like you were, it was like a moment. Everybody was like watching TV. Yes, because like, oh representation oh matters God. so much. And there were not very many. And then one of the things my dad would point out is that when they were African-Americans on TV, they were light skinned it. Mm. And so the dark-skinned African Americans were not on TV, which kind of would make you think, well, what's wrong with them? You right, know, right? And so um, you know, and to me, I think there's nothing prettier than an African American with smooth skin. I just love yes. seeing that chocolate skin. It's very me pretty. too. I it's love it too. Pretty. Okay, that's how I feel yeah. honestly now. Like yeah, my very husband is super African, but mm-hmm. he had, his
0: skin is darker than my leggings on. Yeah. They black and I love like chocolate <laughs> skin on
1: I like them yeah. slave the more slave you look yeah. the more yeah. I like it honestly I think that's what I dated I always dated yes. dark I never dated <laughs> you know green eyes Black love is yeah. beautiful yeah. it really yeah. is yeah. and like yeah. you know so.
0: I think love is beautiful honestly yeah. but yeah. I really I appreciate yeah. that and even for black women like yeah. actors like yeah. Viola Davis Yes, she's yes. one of my favorite beautiful like, woman beautiful, woman. beautiful woman. and like uh Cicely Tyson uh-huh dark skin uh-huh. beautiful skin uh-huh. like uh, yeah, like yeah. um
1: talented, beautiful. So talented. Yeah, like Yeah.
0: Man. Oh, okay, okay. Um and what about um the same question but for um light skinned, brighter skinned. Why why do you think uh well, some think, people have negative attitudes and about I, them? and
1: again TV and, and the media has always influenced our thinking. Media. So if you see only uh if you only see bright skinned African Americans on TV, mm you know and popular then it it does make you have a low lower self esteem and sometimes i think like with me people call me white i wasn't i, I didn't think i was like uh, caucasian white right but i was thinking that i was white because people said my skin was white and it wasn't white but you know when you're a little kid 5 years old you don't know yeah and so sometimes the stereotypes uh affect people's self esteem Totally. and so sometimes people will say no I'm not like that but what your your traits and characters say you are like that so you'll tend to treat someone that's not uh, not as bright as you differently you'll mm. do that not because not because you don't even know why you just do because you're ashamed because of the shame that TV has pre- presented itself yes. so you have to be careful with that for sure and I think
0: Yeah, like, I'm an actor, you know, Mm -hmm. and I know, like, Mm -hmm. and I live in Austin, so it's like, there's not a lot of black voices, and then when they do give us a voice, it's Mm -hmm. like, you're gonna play, you know, this maid in this play, like, I know that was my thing in college. Some mama. Somebody's mama, mama, Uh oh lord, and like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't necessarily always hate it, Mm because sadly, I was always like, uh, am I getting paid? Is there a check? Okay, (laughs) and I know that that was the same Situation, yeah. even back in the day, like yeah. people were like, "I'm willing yeah. to play this maid or whatever yeah. because there's a check, yeah. like I can actually pay my bills." You know, when we looked or at uh,
1: Lena Horne the other night, we were yeah. looking at her, and she was talking P-B- about how they had to create a certain makeup tan color for anyone that was that she couldn't play an African American part, like in Showboat. But the lady that played the part who was Caucasian use the same makeup that Lena Horne, the same yes. shade. and didn't Lena Horne lip-sync that? That girl lip-synced it. Lip-synced No, she form. sang it,
0: but the girl lip-synced it. That's right. right, that's what I mean.
1: Right. So, you Man. know, so the media had a lot to do with why we treat each other the way we do. There's a lot to do with it's, that. It's powerful, and, like, mm-hmm. speaking of media, like, I'm just
0: happy that for our new presidency Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you know she's asian and Mm african-american like and she told a little bit of her story i posted it on like my instagram i Mm -hmm. think Mm -hmm. on the 20th Mm -hmm. like about kamala talking about her mom and you know if her mom her mom fought hard for her to be where she is and Mm -hmm. i don't think her mom even knew She didn't even see that as her future, but she was like, I just want you to have a future in America. Be who you are. Yeah, and she came here, and... I mean, she's making history. Like, so many kids watched that... watched that inauguration, and yes. they were like, "That's our vice president, yes. like her."
1: Right, and
0: right. they were right. amazed by right. that. And it's 2021, right. and kids are right. still like, "Wow, what?" Yes. And then, um, yes. uh, what's her name? Amanda Good Goodman. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sadly, yeah. sadly, I need to know her. I need to figure out her name. And I mm-hmm. watched her on a TED talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Talking about how she was, you know, disabled, disabilities, whatever, Mm -hmm. because she had a speech impediment. Mm -hmm. And people were clowning her for that. But but look at her now. I mean, she's giving TED Talks, giving the uh, inauguration poem. Mm -hmm. She, um, I mean, she went to Harvard, I believe. Mm -hmm. Like, so many, so much, like, legend, Mm -hmm. legendary, Mm -hmm. like, memories will come from this woman, Mm -hmm. you know. And Mm -hmm. I'm just so... And she was dark skin, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, and I mm-hmm. love that about her beautiful, beautiful mm-hmm. hair,
1: mm-hmm.
0: beautiful representation of, like, me. Like, I well, I couldn't you, have been more proud to be black at this When you moment. even
1: talk about that, you know, you think about the gymnast. Um, I can't remember the girl's name now. The, the first little girl that uh, uh, it was a gymnast and everybody Simone was Biles? Sw- no, the one before her.
0: Oh, I don't remember. Um, Dominique Dawes?
1: Dominique,
0: no. Child, I don't Is know. Is it
1: Dominique, the one that had the hair? And everybody was oh making, clowning her hair. They were clowning her hair instead of her accomplishments. Oh
0: yes, I know what you're talking was, about.
1: That was colorism to the to the max. Here she is representing the United States, an African American top gymnast. Uh, um, Gabby was her name. Gabby. Oh,
0: yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, oh wow. And, How and sadly, like I'm like we need to know these names. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Amanda yeah, Gorman, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, uh, Google it. We get back to that because yeah, I'm like, you know, I remember that. I remember you know, just so much hateration yeah, ab- around um, her hair. Come on, like, not to forget like all the all the things she was able to do in that time. Douglas was her oh, name. Gabby Douglas, and come on, know, Gabby. We we made that
1: we they made fun of her hair and comments about her hair. And this kid is a gymnast, and it's like you don't realize how much, how many hours does she uh, perform? She, puts, she and, puts in. And so, you know, we all know just because you wear weave and you got your weave looking like it's real, doesn't mean I bet you if you were out there running track or okay. whatever, you It'd know, be,
0: you would have some loose hairs loose, after that. Loose,
1: <laughs> and so not not accompl- not bragging or or, or accom- accommodating, complimenting her accomplishments. But you going to watch her hair. That's the kind you're of a, stuff that we Because they was
0: looking for something to pick on. They that's was trying what we do to, as they a They were trying to weaken her. Yeah. Like. That's what we do as a culture. Uh, definitely as a culture, but yeah. I think as a human race. People yeah. do that. Yeah. It doesn't matter your skin color. People be ready to clown you in a minute. Mm-hmm. But I know black mm-hmm. people for sure, we do that too. Mm-hmm. Like this whole natural hair movement, because I cut my hair off in 2018. And I, I cried, I'm not going to lie. Like When she first was like, what do you think? I was like, Oh, I love it and I went to my car and I cried, like, what have I done? What have I done? But so many of my friends, because um, I was in a play, I was in rehearsal and they were like, mm-hmm. Girl, you look so regal, you need to rock that because everybody ain't able. Yeah. My friend Kenny said, yeah. Everybody ain't able, girl. Like, you should be glad that you're you look so good. And I was like, Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I do look good. Like And it's so sad that we, like, don't believe in ourselves. And, like, we let other people define us Mm -hmm. for us. And just Amanda Gorman, that's her name. And Mm -hmm. she gave that speech Mm -hmm. at that inauguration. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I need the words to every line of this poem. Mm -hmm. So I have it now Mm -hmm. um, in the Mm -hmm. notes of my phone. And I also was like, where else can I find her? And I found her on TED Talk. She has a TED Talk that's, like, seven minutes. And Mm -hmm. it's called Poetry... Poetry is political, so mm-hmm. it's like you cannot write something and not have somebody be offended by what you're saying, yeah. you know. Like,
1: but even the the winner of America's Got Talent this year was was a uh, spoken word.
0: No, oh, was he? African American oh. male.
1: yeah, he won the whole thing this year. Yeah. Wow,
0: that's amazing. And he did a
1: great job. He was very good. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay, this is an awesome conversation about colorism. I mm-hmm. could I could do this one, this mm-hmm. whole episode
1: on mm-hmm. this because. The, the other person is Simone Manuel, who also swam. She's a black Simone swimmer. Simone Manuel. She's a black swimmer, not not the gymnast, but she was okay. a black swimmer, swim a swimmer at the same time. Uh, same time, and again, comments were: Do black people swim? Black women don't swim. Oh you don't wow! wow. But
0: look at her swimming and, and winning, she,
1: and she won four Olympic. Okay, medals. and so it's ready just, to clown. Yeah. Yeah, and the only thing that was said was about her hair,
0: being wow, an African American, wow. swimming, and she's trying to defy, like, yeah. de, like yeah. take away those um, yeah. references about her, and people yes. are still like, no, don't forget.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Don't forget, you're black. You yeah. can't swim. Yeah. You shouldn't be swimming. Well, she swam
1: and won four medals. Okay. In the Olympics in the last Don't, and
0: get the medal because yeah. I'm, a, I'm not, I'm, a, uh, I'm a stereotype. I definitely can't swim, for <laughs> sure. So take, take, get, do it for my medals. Do it for me, people like me who can't swim, who want to know how to swim. I did want my friends tried to teach me how to swim. Uh, child, Pocatello, Idaho, the whitest place ever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I said, no, 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 I, I can't do, it. I can't, I, I ain't going. I'm not gonna be able to do this, but I definitely wanted to. So I shout out to her for like, yeah, learning exactly. it and doing it. That's like exactly. um, Serena and Venus Williams yes, tennis. That's yes, not a exactly. black thing. They yeah. went in there and did it. They have dark skin. And okay, again, people, people clown people, them.
1: People clown them because of the beads on their hair. Okay, it's like and their now eyebrows. At, now look, I mean, their yeah. Eyebrows. Now look at them now. Look at them both. Beautiful. Now. How many times have they won? At, together collectively. Man. They're the ones to beat. And people go in there and they put their top game out to beat okay. those two girls. Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, y'all, yeah. we're going to take a commercial break, but we'll be right back with but we're going to talk about the Enneagram now. Like, mm-hmm. you thought this was good? Keep keep listening. We'll be right back. okay y'all okay welcome back thanks for um tuning in keeping a uh, keeping it locked i hope you uh you got your kombucha going strong um that's really good or get some water right now you know what i'm saying um or if you're driving be careful out there if you're driving um and where, make sure you got your mask on now that's the new that's the new normal so mask up um okay and um Basically, we're going to talk about the Enneagram this segment, um, and I want—I um, was going to briefly explain the Enneagram, but I want my mom to do that to talk about what is the Enneagram. and Don't tell them your type because we'll get to that. But do you, can you do you know how to explain the Enneagram?
1: Well, it's a it's a personality assessment, uh, a personality tool that's used. It has nine points and. What it does is it says we all have those nine traits in the personality, uh, but your DNA uh, determines what point you're dominant at. Just like well, if someone has dark skin or blue mm. eyes, or blonde hair, red hair, you have all the traits, but you're dominant at one particular point.
0: Ooh, okay, so there's um, nine points. So if mm-hmm. there's nine points, mm-hmm. where do you fall on the points? What is your number on my the enneagram? Number, my yeah. My number is number one. Okay, so before we talk about number one, mm-hmm. um, how did you um, how did you find out your number?
1: Well, um, first of all, your dad um, was has a friend that's a psychologist with the police department, and he okay. um, assessed, dad. assessed him and assessed Michael's number, and was kind of like doing some counseling for him. And there was a panelist group about the Enneagram that I was invited to. And so I went to the panel group. And when they went to the group, uh, I was like, what is he taking me to? Some hippie crap. I don't know Mm -hmm. what he was doing. (laughs) Because Enneagram is not something that people was like, oh, I want to learn the Enneagram. Because it does come across weird at first. Yeah, it Um, did. And so they had a panel of people that were up there, ones, eights, and nines. And I was listening to the group and I kept saying, oh my God, that sounds like me, that sounds like me. So I went and took the test, and uh, the test said I was of type one. Mm, Okay, so Mm -hmm. I
0: agree, it was a weird experience with my parents were like, you're a 7. Like, they were so adamant yeah. about me, my number, and uh-huh. I was like, ugh. But the more I learned about it, it was like you have to take the test and yeah. you can't let other people, like, type no. you until no. you take no. the test. No, But I took the test and they were right. That uh-huh. was my number. But yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm not a number, I'm a person. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I, I was really adamant about that.
1: Everybody wants to say that, but yet your name is Your name is your name. Okay. Okay. And so we're all identified by... You have a social security number and you have a driver's license number and a date of birth. Okay. So we're all identified by something. Numbers. Something. Something. Traits or something. And so this is just an addition to all of that. It's no big deal. It isn't. It's not like saying you're special ed and you're slow or whatever. It's really a compliment.
0: It is a compliment. And Mm -hmm. I think for the numbers... Like you have a specific number, but you also have wings. Yes. And even your wings, like they're still, you kind of connect to all the numbers, like right. in some way. Some kind of you have way. a little bit of, yeah. of every you have number in you. Point and, you and, do. and
1: you have a relaxed resource. Right, point. right. Yeah, so, as well. So there's, there can be technically five or six of the nine numbers that you actually go to.
0: Yeah, ooh, that's uh-huh. okay So that makes sense uh-huh. for me That I'm learning uh-huh. more, okay uh-huh. um, Okay, so that was like a little brief explanation And you could totally like Google stuff Like the yeah. Enneagram Institute.com, I believe
1: Enneagram Enneagramworldwide Enneagram
0: Worldwide um, uh-huh. Eclectic Energies is where I took my test Because it's free Because I didn't uh-huh. want to pay no money uh-huh. And uh, that's how I, I found out about the Enneagram yeah. Um, yeah. So can you tell us more about Type 1s? <clears throat>
1: Well, type ones is one of the three in the, in the body types and you have one eights and nines and we're body types oh. and uh, what, what's, what's interesting about us is that most of our stress is expressed in our body. Oh. We, know, we, we know we're upset because our stomachs quiver, our joints were hurt or something in our body. We're actually body types and what calms us down is movement. Exercising, running, walking, cleaning, bathing, whatever we're doing, where we're getting up and dancing, dancing. Yeah, moving. Movement is because our body is what's important in our, and that's the center of our emotions. So, me as a one, Uh um, I'm called the reformer or perfectionist. Okay. And um, uh, when I first saw that, it said perfectionist. I got real pissed off. I was like, i don't yes. try to be perfect. Only Jesus is perfect. <laughs> and people get
0: so mad when yes, they, it's like, "You're yes. trying to read me. Yes, when you read yes. your number." I was
1: like, "I ain't perfectionist." And then after I started looking at the trace, I went, "Oh my God, I'm anal as they come." And it's so funny because oh. we're very we document and we do things yes. according to
0: the rules. Yes. And,
1: we don't like a lot of change. If we, if you're changing, we need to understand why. And like where we going, where we doing, why. Yeah, and so the funny part about it is my initials are CYA. Okay. So I even match my personality Okay, that's type. true.
0: Cover, you. <laughs> Cover it up now. Take care so, of you. So I'm
1: going a, I'm to a type one through and through. I really am. I like organization. I like it clean. I like it done a certain way. I have high expectations. And sometimes yes. my expectations are so freaking high that I can't even reach them.
0: Okay, wow. And so
1: that's what's disappointing when I'm falling from those expectations. And and my expectations are so high that people around me, it's almost like heat. It's My uh-huh. expectations like heat. You know, if I was on fire, let's say my expectations were fire, everybody around me feels the heat. And so everybody else mm. thinks, "Oh, she's she's I gotta do this because she I gotta do this, I gotta do that because she's expecting me to do that." And I'm not even aware that I'm putting off that kind of heat.
0: Man, you know? see, I know that as like you're a child of a one, it's uh-huh. like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I, Here she comes. I totally, Here that she totally come. makes sense. But uh-huh. in a way, like. What I love about Ones is, like, they have a wing of a seven, which is who I am. I'm a seven, and they go to seven when they're, like, in a relaxed,
1: Uh uh, happier
0: place. Uh And, like, uh, we went to see a show at Zach, like, Uh when they were doing outside shows. And, like, (laughs) I went with my dad, who's a six, and so he also has a seven wing Uh because it's right next to his, you know, seven Uh or right next to sixes, And, and Ones go to sevens Mm -hmm. and sevens Mm -hmm. you know go to one when we're stressed so Mm -hmm. but anyways i was in my seven we were all like happy dancing clapping like in such a like happy place Uh but like i understand what she's Uh saying about um Uh expectations because yeah Yeah. i mean there are times when i'm like i just i didn't say nothing to y'all because i was afraid of what you would think you know Uh and it's like i know i'm learning now like after my Uh diagnosis like go on and say what you got to say because stress causes inflammation in your body and it's like you might as well say it so you yeah. don't harbor yeah. this stress yeah. and hold on yeah. to it yeah. like let it go and mm-hmm. let god is that whole situation that yeah. i'm in but like yeah. i've noticed that yeah. like um i definitely think like me my brother and sister like um both brothers and my sisters like i think we um mm-hmm. we definitely like we put pressure on ourselves because i'm like well she's a perfectionist like we have exactly. to like make sure she's she sees us as perfect like her yes, you know yes and like the thing is she ain't worried about that no, you know no. what i'm saying I'm, she I'm worried more about, about herself. her I am. yeah I am. And it's like I am. let that go because yeah. we we be putting all that pressure on it like because yeah. i could talk about all of our numbers and you know yeah. i ha- I talked yeah. about this with my sister a little bit when we talked about colorism like yeah. you know we all yeah. like deal with our own version of mm-hmm. pressure and stress mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and we and our numbers go to that like yeah um what uh, like how do you know I was gonna? Say, you kind of already answered this, yeah. but like how do you know uh, that you're a type one? How do you know?
1: I've been a type one my whole life, mm. my whole entire life. I've been a type one. Um, I was. My mother used to say I shared a room with my sister, and my mother used to say. She could tell which side of the room I was. Because okay. every once in a while, we would switch sides. Yeah. And she could always tell which side was mine because it'd be neater and it'd be cleaner. my sister's side would have stuff all over the place. Man, and
0: see, that's me. Yeah. Never, never a clean yeah. room. Never you until know, now that I'm older. But we
1: always got a project. One always has a project. Oh, that's always true, man. Have I a
0: T-shirt paint growing up. That's T-shirt paint. Making yes. shirts.
1: Making shirts, uh, paint, oh, uh, some type of project. Painting Postables. Painting Painting. Yes. Build. Building or yes. something yep. and, uh, I think it's because of our body type. We got to move. We got to be involved. We got to be doing stuff. And if you remember one time in the summer times, I used to always have something for y'all to do every day. Remember? I remember and, that. And I remember one day y'all said, can we just sleep? Can yeah, we just stay I sleep? I remember that.
0: Y'all just trying to chill. And you I know what I'm saying? Like, and we kids, child. I'm looking
1: at y'all thinking, <laughs> y'all just want to sleep? Well, okay. You know, that was like weird to me that you didn't want to get out and run and jump and be kids right and so I understand like we've been that kids now the
0: whole time we kid I'm still a yeah. kid I, re, I, re, re, up.
1: I, I, I work hard to go to seven I work very hard to go to seven wow really and uh, that's why I'm so organized I have everything as long as I have it organized and planned I know what's going to happen I can go to seven
0: ooh that's you know, so like, interesting like,
1: um, like we're planning to go to Puerto Rancis in a couple weeks yeah Uh, I, the hotel's already picked look look the dog is going, so Come on. she's already paid dog, for, the dog going with us. And, and she's already already got her bed and food planned. Come on, and dog. Leash. Okay. And so long as I long as I know all of that is done, I got all that done. Okay, now I can go and have a good time. That because, makes sense because there's no loose ends.
0: That makes sense. Like I remember in college, like my party days, I'll be like, I, I want to party and I'm gonna party, but I mm-hmm. have to make sure my homework done. Yeah, I got to yeah. do this because like I go to one when I am. I guess, in a more stressed place. Uh uh Um, And I definitely was in my one wing Uh when I was in the hospital because I was Uh like, um, uh I have to do perfect whenever Uh I'm at these um, rehab sessions. Uh I have to make sure that I'm Uh picking things up right and I'm taking a bath the right way because I don't want to not be seen (laughs) as perfect or whatever. And, like, I was always worried about um, doing things wrong. Uh And, you know, one's like, what is something that's, like, not the best thing about a one?
1: Oh, we're very critical. We're critical. critical. How do you take criticism? We don't. There's no such <laughs> thing. They don't take thing. it. <laughs> she said we don't. There's no such thing <laughs> as criticism to us. Even when people say oh, this is corrective criticism. Uh-uh. If you put Ain't the no word thing if you put good criticism, bad criticism, red criticism. It doesn't matter if you put criticism in the sentence. We don't care. We don't take it. Even if you say, even if you say, well, I'm, I'm just gonna say this really is corrective criticism. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. You've already, you already heard, my heard my feelings. feelings.
0: Okay, man, yeah. that's the one yeah. in me because yeah. I feel that same yeah. thing. And now, I, and you now, know
1: if you just say, if you say something like, it's, and it's really, it's really silly, sounds silly, but if you say something like, Look, can I, can I give you some words? Can we, can I just make a comment? Or can I just um, uh, give some words of wisdom? Or can I do? It's the same thing as criticism, hmm. but it's the words you choose. The word criticism—it's it, like scratching a chalkboard to me. Okay, that's good to know. As uh-huh. a child, I'm like, uh-huh. okay,
0: well, but because I'm like, as a seven, you know, we're very spontaneous. We don't always uh-huh. think uh-huh. what we're saying. We just say it, like yeah. this podcast. Yeah. yeah, I don't be yeah. thinking about it. I just be talking, yeah. but. Sometimes I'm like uh sometimes yeah. when she will say something that hurts my feelings yeah. I'm like oh that hurt my feelings yeah. and I don't I don't I don't heter it with uh hey yeah. uh, this is constructive I just say right then and there uh, yeah. that really was offensive to yeah. me yeah. and she wasn't trying to be offensive yeah. she was like I'm just talking yeah. and I'm like but I didn't yeah. like how it was taken but I yeah. think the old me wouldn't yeah. have said anything at all yeah. so the new me is like at least say it because it's yeah. on your mind and uh, yeah. like I'm really afraid of like getting more inflammation than I already had. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me just go in and say, hey, that, yeah. that's offensive to
1: me. That yeah. bothers me. And uh, and see, ones do that all the time. We don't have a problem. And it's really funny that people think that we are so freaking strong that nothing bothers us. Mm. And so when people get angry at me, the first thing they do is they attack my character. Ooh. And that's been my whole life, even in high school, middle wow. school, college. The first thing they do is they want to talk about... They don't necessarily talk about my hair or my clothes. They right. want to talk about me as a person. Like, they'll, you know, criticize and judge. They'll make judgment statements. And I think I learned years ago that I don't like criticism and judgment. But one of the things I've learned is I consider the source.
0: Ooh, okay. If consider you, the source. And,
1: you know, and and uh, Brene Brown's book, when she talks about rising strong... Mm. One of the things she talks about is writing on a tablet the name of three or four people who matter in your life. And it's funny when she said that because I said to myself, when I was was growing up, the only people that mattered to me was mom and dad Mm. and Debbie, my Mm. sister. Anybody else didn't matter. The cousins, you know, it's 20-something of them. They all matter. But the cousins have never been mean or argumentative or jealous or rude to my face now. Okay. You know? Uh, and so when we get together, you, we act like we've never been apart. So growing up, when somebody gets ang- even now, somebody gets angry at me and they, t- they talk about me as a mother, they talk about me as a wife, they talk about me as a person, it doesn't phase me because if you're not on that list of importance in my life. Your statement You know, What is my favorite animal? A duck? A duck now. Those words roll off my back like a water okay. on a duck's back. Okay, okay. I don't even care. I really do not and care.
0: And you know, like yeah. there's a... Like I've been watching a lot of sermons lately mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it's like... Uh, it's like... I don't know That's like You shouldn't Like you mm-hmm. really There's mm-hmm. only one mm-hmm. person That you're That's trying it. to That's it You know be a part of That's Like it. especially when It's all said and done mm-hmm. You know There's only one place We trying to go So mm-hmm. Everybody else Haters gonna hate That's what mm-hmm. their job is That's what they do mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let them hate Honey let them hate mm-hmm. And I posted today On my Facebook Like a quote about Making art by Pablo Picasso mm-hmm. And it's like We all are born as artists But when we become adults Like we forget how to how to create and yeah, i said yeah. don't stop making art don't, uh, don't stop creating don't stop creating uh creating. don't hate create yeah that's what i yeah, say you yeah, know yeah, um yeah. definitely that's true and i'm like yeah. i don't know if that has anything to do with what we just <laughs> talked about but that's a 7 for you baby that's a 7 7 energy <laughs> keeping it strong okay um uh-huh. Uh-huh. we kind of talk about our strengths and weaknesses uh-huh. of a of a one um uh-huh. uh, how has uh, knowing about your type helped you in this life? How has it helped you?
1: Well, one of the things it's done is given me more self-esteem. I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud to be a one, and it enhances Ooh. what I do. It enhances who I am. Um, I can't change it. I can't. I've accepted that I'm not perfect, but I know I strive to do things the right way the and the right way according to what my oneness thinks okay. the right way is. <laughs> and I you know I like that scripture. I like that scripture that talks about we're all perfect in Christ. And so i un- I understand that my perfection comes from following Christ, mm. His rules, his he, he gets to, he, he gets to run the show. Okay. And I notice as a one if I am not in charge I'm okay with that. That's my seven. I'm okay not being in charge because yes. if it goes wrong, that means I don't have to take responsibility for it. So if I'm going to follow Christ who never makes mistakes, I how can I go wrong?
0: But yeah. at the
1: same time, I have to be set, I have to be ready and set to understand people are going to judge, people are going to criticize my character and they, they because that's the part of a one that's important. Who we are, our character, that's important. And so if I don't have my guard up and somebody attacks that, um, it really bothers me. I remember as a kid, I used to be a fighter as a kid. Ooh, what? I used to fight all the time. That's hard to believe
0: like that. I can't I mean I mean I can kinda see that, but like (laughs) I can't can't really see that, you know? Oh my god. That's crazy.
1: I used to fight all the time. And it was, and I understand, that's why I understand my oneness. You know, like, if you're not going to do it right, then I'm going to take care of business. Okay. And I would just fight. I mean, I would fight. You called, if you bullied somebody, you and I fixed the fight. If you said, I'm going to beat you up after school, I wanted to know which way you went home. Because I'm going home that way. I never hit Uh, first. I never hit first. Okay. But if you say I'm gonna fight you after school, and I know you don't go home the way I went home, that's back in the days when people used to have fights without sticks yes, and guns, yes. knives and all that. Just they their like hands. They, yeah, you didn't, you can't fight like that now. Mm-hmm. And so I would. They would going home down. They going out the west, west wing. Okay, so me and Deb, we going out that door today. So that's a, that's the way I would go home. How? So to me. It was like I had taken and I was skinny with a big head, big chest, <laughs> you know, big mouth. And so I've always been assertive because I've always had that confidence in myself. My dad didn't have boys and so my dad created that confidence in us, you know, like you don't let people talk to you any kind of way. Uh, you don't you don't you don't be rude and loud, but you don't you don't over talk people you know don't say nothing unless you know what you're talking
0: about because then you look stupid yes and so he ingrained that kind of stuff in us and so i i follow suit Ooh, that's good like i that's funny though think about mama mama fighting i'm like what like (laughs) hey but i I believe it No, i believe it now you know i've seen a few things so (laughs) i believe it it's out there but you know that's that's wild um So okay, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I could do again. I, I'm obsessed with the enneagram. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I talk about it no matter what. And now I, yeah. I can't, I can't help but watch movies and be like, oh, that character yeah. is a yeah. one. That character is a oh, three. I
1: do it. I do. When we used to go to the malls and, and like uh, amusement parks or whatever, Michael and I will sit and we'll be sitting somewhere like in a waiting room, people watching or in the movies, and we people watching. We 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 label oh. everybody. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that like that commercial, there's a guy co-commercial and the guy says he's trying to teach people not to be their parents. Oh yes, you know? yes, yes. And Michael, and I said there's a whole bunch of twos on there because oh, they're twos. all helping. Oh they're my God. And they're all helping. Helpers you know?
0: and sometimes that's good. Like I know yeah, like some yeah. some pretty helpful twos that yeah, are awesome. And yeah. then I know some annoying unhelpy, Dude, unhelpy. get on my nerves, okay? <laughs> I'm like, oh Lord And I didn't know that twos can really bother me until they started bothering me. Oh yeah. And I said, Okay, okay, yeah. let's You know the African in my life, and I know there's some Africans out there. Y'all all all twos. I'm gonna tell you right now, (laughs) y'all all twos. Okay, take (laughs) your test. Okay, maybe not all y'all, but a lot of y'all is some twos out here. But
1: the good thing about the Enneagram is if you, if you, to be purposeful and to be present. If I know that I'm a one, purposeful and present. I know I'm a one. I know I can judge and criticize. I need to be aware that I judge and criticize, mm. and to pull back on that. Okay. I don't have to change who I am. I yes. have to just pick the times and the way that I judge and criticize. Yes, I do too. You know, and so just because I'm a one and I'm good at judging and criticizing doesn't mean it's okay for me to do. To do all the time exactly. and to everybody. Because exactly. not everybody
0: as a seven like we don't yeah, we yeah. We're, we're like pain let's avoid that yeah, like uh-huh. we try to run around uh-huh. like anything that makes us feel uncomfortable uh-huh. and in my bible study group yesterday we talked about um this this week we want to um i guess this week it's thursday already friday <laughs> today but you know for the rest of the week uh-huh. and uh, into the next week we said our mission for the week is to be okay with being uncomfortable yeah and i watch. i've been watching um yeah. We'll talk about it in Listen, Read, Watch. But, like, a faith series, and one of the things he said was, he talked about Abram, you know? Mm-hmm. Abram, uh, and, uh, he was like, okay, Abram, what I want you to do is, like, get up mm-hmm. and come over here. Mm-hmm. Follow me. And he, mm-hmm. he was, like, uh, where are you going? He was like, just buckle up. Yeah. Come, come with well, me. Come like, on. don't worry come about on. it. Just leave everything you leave know. Everything. Leave unfamiliar. Yeah. Be, yeah. you're about to get unfamiliar, so you're about to get uncomfortable, And I think about that Bible verse all the time, Mm -hmm. like as I move forward, it's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. and I think just in life and I think uh, people are like the Bible and they run Mm -hmm. from the Bible, but it's Mm -hmm. like really, really an awesome book Mm -hmm. because there ain't nothing in that book that I mean, we don't
1: experience it. Yeah. We experience experience. all of that. Mm -hmm. Like there's
0: so much stuff, sex, Mm -hmm. violence, Mm -hmm. people killing each other, killing their brothers, raping. You know, um, everything. Um, you name it. Um, I told wait, y'all um, on another episode that um, I was um, listening to, ooh, child. Um, I was trying to listen to Bible stories as I went to sleep. And child, I did not sleep that night because I was up <laughs> listening to the story and Googling who was Joseph and what was he doing with over here? and Why was his brothers trying to, uh why did they kill him and uh, lied to their daddy and said they yeah. killed him and yeah. put that yeah. blood on the coat? Yeah. Man, I was in that thing. i was ooh, i was hooked i was hooked okay i said well so much for sleep i didn't get no sleep because i'm reading the bible which is amazing but um i'm gonna take we're gonna take another break and then we're just gonna wrap it up with just a few segments um so hang tight thanks for listening Okay, y'all, I'm going to try to do this quickly and I probably won't talk about my listen, read, watches. I'll just um talk about my mom's with her, but um something I wanted to do is uh talk about my um if I can find my notes, um I really wanted to talk about BYO Triple B and uh because i didn't do that like at all last season i really i just never supported black and brown businesses and last year 2020 was like the year that black and brown businesses definitely needed our support especially because we were in a pandemic we're still in a pandemic um and black and brown businesses like really this is the time that we need to be uh supporting them so i really wanted to talk about um um, this black and brown business that I'm supporting now is Plan C. It's my mom's counseling business that we talked about kind of a little bit at the beginning. And um, it's really her counseling services now. She can't take no clients right now. She's booked, which is awesome. Booked and blessed. And, uh, you know, but you can definitely find her own like Psychology Today. You know what I'm saying? Google Facebooker, You could, You could, you know, maybe Facebook her, I don't know. Um, but you could probably find some some uh you know some answers to your you know questions that you have um and uh I definitely think like counseling therapy something that I was like not in favor of um because I I, you guys know that I'm writing a play which I don't know if I'm still writing it yes I am I am um called therapy scares me (laughs) and and it's true because it, it still scares me but it doesn't scare me as much because after going to the hospital I realized that like Therapy is not only people who lay on couches Mm -hmm. and just say, talk to me, you know, tell me, I want to tell you my problems. But it's more than that, you know, um, because I had a physical therapist, a speech therapist, an occupational therapist, and they all, you know, they gave me constructive, oop, constructive criticism, but it was like all... Um, yeah, information that I needed.
1: Choices to make change.
0: They made oh choices to make change. Yes. Like um, yeah. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that because we've been talking for a long time, but yeah. um, but that's the black and brown business that mm-hmm. I am supporting, and I want you guys to support it. Plan C counseling consultation and counseling. Oh, services. consultation and counseling and services. Services Plan C. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and my next new segment that I'm talking about is the Exhort Corner. Um, so exhorting is um, where you um, strongly encourage or urge someone to do something. You incite them to do something good. Um, and the person I want to um, have in my corner for Exhort Corner this time is also my mom um, who is a counselor. And I want to focus on counselors and therapists in general because I know quite a few. Some are my age or around my age. And some are older. Um, And I think it's awesome if you're a therapist and a counselor because during this time, they need to be exhorted because they're constantly exhorting clients on a regular through, uh, though many of them, they might be going through some of the trials that they are um, telling others about and trying to telling others how to get through them, they themselves might be going through the same trials, and I know that because as a as a kid, you know, of a counselor, you know, you guys know me. If you listen to my podcast, that I've I'm going through, you know, a diagnosis and healing myself, and having a mom who's a counselor who um, who's also a one like coming in and trying to keep me on a, on a good track, keep my head above the water um she deserves to be exhorted during this time so let's make sure we're lifting her up um okay let's wrap it up okay we're gonna talk about listens reads watches and i may not talk as much i'm just gonna let my because you know i talk all the time um (laughs) So we're just going to talk to my mom about what she's listening to, what she's reading, and what she's watching. Um, so first, Mom, can you let us know what you're listening to? And listening could be like audiobooks, audiobooks. or, you yeah. know, listening to music or whatever you're listening to. I'm,
1: I'm hooked on audiobooks now. Okay. And, and one of my goals this year has been to listen or listen to at least two books a week, a month. Ooh. Um, and so um I'm I just finished Necessary Endings by Dr. Henry Cloud.
0: Um oh, talking nice. about
1: sometimes there's some relationships that you just got to say bye bye. Bye. And, and that may that can be a job, that can be a commitment, that can be a car, it can be a house, any, mm. anything material. And uh he's really good with that. Rising Strong with Brene Brown. Ooh. Um, very good book. Oh, I talked about
0: this last episode. Yeah,
1: very good book. And then the, the other one is Why Won't You Apologize oh. by Harriet Lerner. Love that book. Yes. Talks about how to apologize and how to accept apologies and what to say when you apologize. Yep. I love it. Step-by-step, step, really good, easy books. Ooh. Um, you said, What Am I Looking At? I, I have to admit, I'm a Hallmark junkie.
0: Oh, um, this is for watches. You go into watches? Uh-huh. Listen, Sorry, Reed. Listen, Reed, that's the same thing. Like, it don't matter at this point.
1: Yeah, but well, I love Hallmark, and that because Hallmark takes me to my seven.
0: Ooh, all right now. And I
1: love being in my seven. So Hallmark, most of the characters that are the stars of Hallmark channels are ones. Okay. Most of them are ones. I, I, I've That's just what I'm analyzing. That's funny, anyway. yeah. Uh, don't want to change. Don't want don't to wanna say they're sorry. Don't want to move forward. You know, that type of stuff. Ooh. And so I like it because it always has a happy ending and... So I like it because it takes me to my one. Like being in, I mean, it took my
0: seven. Love being in my seven. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And like what you were talking about, why why don't you apologize? Like Brene Brown, uh-huh. like me, has a podcast. Uh-huh. And she, like me, uh-huh. can like get to uh-huh. talking. Uh, She's good. But she had, uh, why what, what's her name? Harriet Lerner. Uh-huh. Um, she had her as a guest on her podcast yeah. and they yeah. talked about this book. Yeah. Um, why Don't You Apologize and yeah. that's what hooked me onto the book and that's yeah. what started it because yeah. I loved yeah. their conversation yeah. and then I was like okay I want to read the book and then I told my mom good about book. the book and, good she, book and I told her about Audible too and now look every time I turn around she's like okay I can't wait to get my credit because I tomorrow. can't Okay, tomorrow. look, look, she, she getting that credit tomorrow. tomorrow I have to wait till February 4th man for my credit because you guys tomorrow. know me I love audiobooks. Yes, and you so. know and I'm reading um, Eat Smarter by Sean Stevenson so yeah. such a good book your yeah. life Will be yeah, changed, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I mentioned "Whisper" by uh, Mark oh, Batterson. Yes, Mark yes. Batterson is an amazing author. Oh, he, is. Um, he is, and he is. he's just somebody that I've been listening to. Uh-huh. And what I've been watching is um, the faith series of, from Transformation Church by uh-huh. uh, Michael Todd. He's the sermon. He's the minister there, uh-huh. pastor. Uh-huh. And man, like when yes. I say hilarious, like yes. it's like stand-up comedy, yeah. but also. I like, you will I, get your word. I thought
1: you were looking at Kevin Hart. I she
0: did. She came yeah. in. She came in, and I was like, hold on. <laughs> before we record, I really want to finish this series. Because <laughs> it's so good to me, and it's really, like, changed changed yeah. my life. Because yeah. my personal life right now, I mean, some of you know, like, it's been really challenging. Yeah. But, you know, you don't have to uh, look like no. what you've been through. No. You know what I'm saying? No. And I'm trying to, like, keep my head above water and like uh, this was a hard year so far for some of us it's already a hard year and it's Mm -hmm. still January but like it was a Mm -hmm. hard 2020 for a lot of us and like the holidays were really hard for us I spent Thanksgiving in the hospital and I um, was using assistance when I left the hospital so I Mm -hmm. spent Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. and sitting in a chair using Mm -hmm. a walker like the Mm -hmm. whole time I wasn't like I just wasn't who I know as a 7 who I wanted to be but I had to, I'm learning that God was telling okay, me, right. be still, sit down somewhere mm-hmm. um, and uh, let go and let me, let me do this, get out the way so I can work in your life and I'm ready to do that. So if you're not like a Christian and you listen to this, hey, first of all, sorry, but second of all, thank you for listening this far because yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you never know what's going to happen to you and uh, I just appreciate you all for tuning in and mm-hmm. uh um, Shout out to my, uh, my, my, your too, Maddie. Uh, no, her name is Maddie, but she's uh, somebody that I look up to. And uh, shout out to my mama for being a guest on the show. Thank you. And I want uh, everybody listening to share this, like this, uh, subscribe to this so that you can get more podcast episodes and hopefully they won't be this long but thank you for tuning in because you know me i like to talk and we're gonna be talking it's like a verbal diary and i appreciate you for reading my entries Mm -hmm. um that about sums it up uh see you next time on summaries with Chuck.